Welcome to the Art Chatter podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. Welcome along to episode 46 of Art Chatter, where today Gaynor and I will be talking about critiquing work. Morning, Karen. Good morning, Gaynor. How are you doing? Well, I'm back in the studio again and it's a bit colder today. We've had sleet. I know we have. It's um, heavy rain out there. Not heavy rain as in lots of rain, but heavy rain as each drop is like a lump of coal. I was going to say <laughs> a bucket load of water over you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just kind of, yeah, sleepy, nasty. But the garden needs it. Am I allowed to say that like my mum used to? Yeah, our pond does. Great for the garden. <laughs> God, we sound really old. I know. Oh, you're of an age. Yeah, but you yes, the, um, yeah, absolutely. It's filling up all our water tubs for the summer, which is great, our little reservoir. So. Mm. Anyway. anyway, I sound really old now. Oh, my, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the podcast, away from yes, the garden. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, um, how's your week been so far? Well, it's been good. I mean, I've I've had a visit from Sarah Bowden to my studio, which has been fantastic. Um, the first person to see my uh, work for the exhibition that I've mm. done so far and work in progress. Yeah. Um, and that was really strange. I mean, it just makes you realise how small your studio is when you sort of have to get another person in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but don't forget, it's absolutely rammed at the moment with like nine million paintings yeah. approximately. Yes. Um, so that's part of it. I've been in your studio and it's actually quite spacious. Well, maybe so for you, but at the moment it is full of stuff. Yeah. So I have a little yeah. walkway in and walkway out. Yeah, and don't tread anywhere else. (laughs) Anyway, back to this. Today, we're going to actually talk about critiquing work. And this suggestion was by um, HelenGrace.artist on Instagram. Mm. And because it's, you know, if you think about it, we critique our own work, we review Mm -hmm. our own work. Yep. And as all the... um, Problems of that, I say problems, challenges of that. Mm. Um, but then what if someone else critiques your work or, or you critique someone else's work? So I thought it was really interesting subject. It really is because just before we came on, we were kind of batting this around a little bit, just very briefly. And Karen brought up the subject of when she was at university and I had horrible flashbacks of art college. That's a shame, isn't it? I, I mean, mine wasn't art and art. I didn't go to do art. I did landscape architecture. Mm. And each week we had to put what we'd been doing up on the wall and present it to the rest of the course and the tutors. Yeah. And you got an absolute slating. Mm. 
but the thing I think they were trying to do, they're trying to sort of, you know, make you more stronger. Toughen you up. Um, to toughen us up. But also, mm. I think it really drummed in that we had to know why we'd designed something the way we'd designed. So in a way, mm. if we'd painted something, you know, if I was a painter at the time, mm. we'd have to know why we'd painted it that way why we'd we'd done that mm. you know why why was the composition like that mm. um and had to really sort of stand up and almost defend or explain yeah. what yeah. it is and later on as a landscape architect being able to you've got all those skills sort of tucked away inside you yeah maybe doing a public consultation and you have somebody that stands up at the back and says yeah, but I don't like this, that and the other because, you know, you haven't thought about this. And you could say, oh, the reason I've done it like this is because and actually explain it in a, a sort of a you know, way that we have considered all the yeah. You know, yeah. challenges with the site. Yeah. At the time, absolutely oh, demoralising. But you'd go away maybe afterwards. I mean, I don't know if it's like that with um, any of your work. If you, If somebody says well, I really think you should move that, that's not working, blah, blah, blah. for whatever reason, mm. um, it might really sort of sting at the time. But I've often, yeah. gone, I've often gone away afterwards and thought, mm, there's a, a sort of seed of truth there. And you know, deep down, and because it stings, yeah. you can, can see, what, see they... what the problem is. Absolutely. And I think there's a difference. I think I grew up in an age where... The tutors were, um, <laughs> I don't know, war babies or whatever, <laughs> I guess. And it was a tough love kind of situation. And I'm not for kind of flakiness, but I do believe in constructive criticism or critique. critique so yeah. Critique, I think it's a much gentler way because you can build on the good bits. Yeah. And this is what we were talking about earlier. If, you know, for example, I look at my work and I think, I mean, often you have to kill the best bits when you're painting anyway. Well, because they're always in the wrong place, aren't they? Because they're always in the wrong place. <laughs> but if you can see a good bit and you think, oh, I really like that, or I really like the colours, or it's out of balance, but that bit works or this bit works, then you've got something to build on. Whereas I think criticism as opposed to critique is very um it can leave you feeling useless yeah wounded yeah mm. and you know I, I mean I was you know very young 18 19 whatever um to take criticism on the head and quite so and also when you're when you're growing up when you're doing something like art and everybody says to you Oh, you're so lucky. I can't draw. Because people do. Or, mm. oh, wow, I can't do that. Or, you know, and it is something that a lot of people would like to do well or would like to do, full stop. And so you can very easily grow up in a situation where you get praised for being the one who can. And then you get into a situation, and maybe this is kind of, you know, the balance. You get into a situation where actually you have to look at your work realistically. And it's, you know, part of going through O levels and A levels and everything else. You have to criticise and critique your work and, like you say, justify 
bits of it. Um, but just having somebody say, that's not worth the paper it's on, I think is, is quite a different thing. But where... Sorry, I can see Karen's face. She's just taken a gasp to speak and gone, ah! and held her breath because I carried on with the butt. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know what I was going to say then. But I know. But being able to take the critique and accept, like you say, oh, there's an element of truth in that. That's a very much more, um, I don't know, it's, it's something that helps you grow. <clears throat> Excuse me. I was only going to say... <laughs> <laughs> Those skills of accepting critique in a positive yeah. way is not something uh -huh. that we're necessarily taught. No. Because as you say, as a child, you're encouraged and all the good yeah. bits, you're all the you know, all the things you're good at and you're oh, you yeah, know, well done, you've done well here. Yeah. Or you're so good at that. You don't necessarily say, Well, that's not great <laughs> or you know, yeah. you could do that better. Well sometimes you know, maybe as they get older. You'd mm. say, or oh, if you did it this way around, maybe that would work. Maybe that's why, mm. um, you know, when you're a teenager, you sort of maybe hear that more and think, yeah, probably mm. I could have, but you're annoyed that somebody's noticed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, just see the good bits, please. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, my dad was great at kind of going, well, this is really good. This bit's really good. What about that? <laughs> In mm. essays or maths or whatever. But because art is a subject that people don't feel qualified to talk about, um, it can be a bit weird. So it's um, so. Talk to me about what the critique has been this week for you, then, because now you are no longer a twenty-something delicate little flower, <laughs> and also the people we mix with are far more positive. So those two things combined should mean that you took some critique with positivity. I did. So yesterday mm. I had Sarah come over, Sarah yeah. Bowden, uh, as I said, and I showed her all the work that I'd been preparing for the Square Club, mm. um, which was, it was really nice actually, having another artist oh. actually see all your work in the flesh mm. and be able to sort of sound some things out that you've been talking, you know, you've been tossing around in your own head, sort of what about this, yeah. what about that, and sort of saying, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not sure about this one, what about this composition, I was thinking of breaking this up, but I'm a bit worried about if I move this bit across here, it's going to, mm. you know, slice the painting in half. And, yes. And being able to, you know, know that, yes, you know, all the things I was thinking in those respects, yes, was quite right, and, you know, deal with it a different way etc etc mm. so that's great and then I've got one painting which well I've got <laughs> two actually both are big seascapes and both of them I'm I just don't like <laughs> <laughs> and, I put, and you oh know when goodness. you've put so and then these are big meter by meter pieces oh, that well. I have put so much time into and paint mm. you know so mm. a part of you is thinking i've paid you know i've put all that money nine million pounds yeah, worth of paint, paint on that <laughs> already and all the time that i've spent painting on it yeah and what is there's two that two and there's one that i've had on the wall for ages which mm. i think i've got a way forward on it 
um, mainly because at the weekend, I go yeah. back here. At the weekend, I yeah. revisited a piece I thought I'd finished. Yeah, I saw on Instagram and it was quite different. Um, not that was one. Was that that one? Oh, no, not I, did that a, one. I did a different one as well. Oh my goodness. I did um, a sort of purpley moorland, which had been mm. finished. Yeah. But I had not varnished it, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I sort of held it up and I thought, I, this is just not me. Where on earth did it come from? <laughs> you know, when you look at it and you think, what? What was I on? And, um, and I thought, right, I'm just going to paint over that. So all, right. I all just, of it? All of it. I just painted it. What, whitewashed it? I didn't whitewash it. I just painted paint on top. Oh, right, okay. I, d- I thought by the way you said it, I thought you'd like blanked it and started again. Well, it fe- it was almost, because now, like now it's a nice seascape. Oh, well, to- that is a seascape you like. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but because I did this seascape, yeah. I think, you know, in the back of your mind, you have sort of ideas brewing for yeah. the piece that's been sat on the wall for so long. Yeah. I think that actually doing the smaller piece, the 60 by 60, has now opened the door for the bigger piece. It's That's bigger interesting. Piece. Yeah. So I know where I'm potentially going. Potentially, notice the word potentially, potentially going. Because <laughs> I'm not yeah. quite sure. It will see how it goes. But the the key for me was just painting. You know, just, yeah, just, just moving with it. Just moving paint around. And mm. then this, you know, it arrived. And I thought, well, that's it. And I thought, oh, that might work for this other piece as well. Anyway, right. I have a second seascape, which Sarah saw. Oh, lordy. And... There, there are elements of it that I like, I really okay. like. Mm-hmm. And Sarah was noticing the same elements that I really like. There was that's like, positive, that's good, yeah. your taste is good. And Sarah pointed out other bits that, you know, worked well. Mm-hmm. And we sort of thought, right, we could just add some sort of darker bits down there and sort of strengthen this, get a bit of light up there, you know, whatever. And that, that could work and, you know, sort out the sky because mm-hmm. the sky's not finished and I was doing that yesterday afternoon so I spent three hours yesterday afternoon <laughs> on it okay. and I stood back at the end of it and I thought I still don't like it <laughs> <laughs> and I am so at the point of do I so this is where you're sort of oh, so oh. Sarah, you're gonna Sarah's, do you're gonna do criti- portrait instead <laughs> Well, almost, yeah, still life. <laughs> that would really be different. But, I mean, Sarah has sort of looked at it, but she didn't look at it with a critique in mind. We were just chatting about all the paintings. Mm. So it wasn't a sort of full-on critique. Right. But I sort of look at it, and I sort of look at it now, mm. turning my head to look at it. And now I can see you looking over your shoulder in horror. Uh, well, it's not. it's not that bad. But it doesn't feel like me. <laughs> and it's I know what you mean. So I have a feeling it could well be quicker to just push paint around again and just be me. Well, it is me, but it's sort of I was using a different tool to I normally use and the yeah. marks are very different and I'm not sure how it will fit with the rest of the exhibition. Not that you, you know, want things no, to be. No, but you want fit. some cohesiveness. Yeah, and the colours are really, really bright. I mean, I know I like colour, but really strong mm-hmm. sort of turquoises, which I like, but 
I think it just might be a little bit too much. Are there any glazes you could put on to soften it over? Like that? Yeah, just go really brown. I think I could Ew. put like a because okay. it's like a turquoise. You'd put the opposite over, wouldn't you? Sort of just yeah. to take it back yeah. a bit. Yeah, you would. It might sort of turn it brown, but yeah, no, it's the marks really. Anyway, so you can right. have all this critique and pointers to move it forward, and it yeah, deep down in your gut, mm. you know whether or not you want to if that makes sense yeah it's interesting because sometimes because my darling husband is the only one really because we're kind of away from everybody else arty um is the person I would call upon to talk through a piece of work and he walks into the studio and I go can you look at this and he goes yeah I saw it yesterday yeah I've done something different to it uh okay Still, still nice. It's still nice. Well, Peter, my <laughs> husband, Peter says to me, "It's a painting." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and I said, "But I've changed things, like you know, detail." Oh, right. It's it's lovely. I <laughs> he's <laughs> poor man, and I think he's obviously trying to protect my ego. Yeah. Because he won't properly critique. But also he's scared to kind of go, oh, I'd put a load of yellow over the top of it or something, you know, really yeah. random. Um, because I'd just be like, well, that's a rubbish idea. Um, you know, so he can't win. Mm. So you do need the critique from somebody who is what knows you well enough to give you a critique. Or you actually or, ask somebody to do it. Yes. Yeah, because you've been asked before, haven't you? Yeah, last year I was asked to um, cast my eye over... Just the one? Yeah, just the one. Put my pirate pirate patch on. Um, Cast my eye over some coursework that was been done for a... a, I think it's like a... What do you call it when it's a a post... Not a... A postgraduate degree or something. No, no, sort of like a. It's not an in-person one. It's a. Oh, um, online or. It's not online, but it's by paper. Distance learning. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Okay. A, a painting and drawing qualification. Okay. And I was a little bit hesitant because I thought I don't want to bruise someone's. You know, yeah, creativity. Creativity, as and I sort of thought, well, I'll go along. And I'll just talk talk through the, the work. And mm. I gave encouragement and I just made suggestions. You know, I, I did. I pointed out the really good bits and I pointed yeah. out maybe if you darken this bit, it will support that better or, you know. And yeah. that was all that was needed. But they yeah, couldn't, that's really constructive. They couldn't see that themselves. And I think in a way they just wanted re- to reinforce what they were thinking themselves. Mm. You know, support. You know, they they maybe had that, but maybe without the confidence of experience, they were sort of misjudging whether they were thinking the right way about things. Yes, it's and I think that comes with time. One trust in your own judgment mm-hmm. comes with time and practice, because even when it's not necessarily right, yeah, <laughs> it can still work. Yes, as you know, as as a whole. Um, and as long as people get that, get what you're trying to do, then that's a, that's a critique they can give. But if they're not on the same wavelength and they don't get it, it doesn't matter how positive they are. It's like, 
you just don't get it. So it has got to be the right person that you approach. And it's whether you want critique in terms of, I mean, I'm just trying to explain. You have to know before you actually get someone along to critique your work. Say if, mm. say if I wanted someone in to really critique my work. Yeah. I think you have to know why you're producing the work or what the work is supposed to be like or what you're trying to achieve with your work. I think one of the most crucial things any of us do is understanding why. And I think I that, think you're really right. And I think that's probably the problem with the piece I'm doing at the moment, this big mm. seascape. Mm. Not the why, but what is what am I, what am I trying to actually achieve? Because mm. I'm at the moment dancing around all these different mm. paint effects that I like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not looking at the overall I'm not taking it as a complete, which is why yeah. it's jarring because it's not working for me. And I want to just yeah. get the paintbrush out and the paint out, I should say, and just go, right, okay, paint, 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 and get the feel of it. It it feels very flat. I think that's it. Okay. It feels really flat at the moment. Mm. I think sometimes as well, <coughs> excuse me, I think sometimes talking, explaining your piece, not necessarily kind of, oh, this came deep from my heart and <laughs> I was inspired by a breeze on the, you know, in the Sahara do, do you, or whatever. Yeah, do you mean in terms of, no, I've got, I want to have the headland here and the bay moving round yeah. there and... Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. As long, you know, if you've got a strong... Um, Vision? Yeah, that you want to deliver and you know it might not be true to how it was, but you want to capture the energy of the day, like you often do. Mm -hmm. Often your work is about the mood of the day, standing, feeling the stillness, feeling the clouds rushing in. Yeah. It is, it is. And it's the kind of that energy that you get from the land and the clouds and the sea and, and all of that that you can feel. And you oft, often embrace that in your paintings, as far as I can see. This is a critique. Um, and if you're not feeling that... If you're saying it's flat, then that's there's your answer. I think. Come on, Karen, get on with it. Yeah, now I've given you your answer now. <laughs> Critiquing <laughs> remotely. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even seen it. Um, but that's that's the key, isn't it? That's your why. You want to capture that moment, and that's why it doesn't feel right. Yeah. God, it's like magic, oh, isn't it? Yeah, you're amazing. Let's stop the podcast now. now yeah, let's go back because you want to go painting, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Now, you see, the other type of critiquing is, um, which is, I think, why I'm nervous of approaching galleries, is because they potentially might turn around and say to me, um, that is unsaleable. <laughs> that's really harsh. <laughs> yeah, and in my head, that's what gallery owners do. Gallerists just go, that's rubbish. And obviously, there's a voice inside my head that tells me that. I know in reality, people have got far more, far more class than that. <laughs> Karen's just laughing her head off now, aren't you? Goodness Hello. me. Oh, yeah. dear. And I'm thinking this because I went to a gallery opening last week. Sorry, talking critique still. Mm -hmm. 
And it, oh, it was lovely. It was um, contemporary 74 in Clifton Down on White Ladies Road. I think. And I was invited by my mentor, Karen, um, to go along with her and, and actually be amongst the arty people, if you like. It was, it was really nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and do you know what I learned? The ordinary people. Yeah. We yeah. are, aren't we? Yeah, just ordinary. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I know. So, yeah, massive discovery for you all there. It's a big revelation, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, they're just normal, obviously. But it was really intriguing because a lot of the first room was very kind of um, strong, um, I want to say collage, pop arty type of mixed media, but resin covered Yeah, often. So very high gloss, very strong and, you know... Statement. Very much statement pieces. And probably, you know, way out of my price range. Um, um, And a lot of people's price range, to be honest. And you'd have to have the right sort of environment to to place them in. Um, All I could think was, oh, that will clash with my sofa. Um, Which is when somebody says (laughs) that to me, makes me absolutely, my hair stand up on the back of my neck. But it obviously didn't resonate with you. Some of it didn't. Some of it did very, very strongly. Um, there's a beautiful, and I wish I knew the name of the artist right off the top of my head, but I don't, and I will put it in the links. And um, there was a very beautiful um, profile of a woman with collage around. Um, and, oh my goodness, it was exquisite. Absolutely exquisite. How big was it? Um, I'd say one and a half metre square, probably. Oh, wow. Massive. But it... Yeah, yeah, it was it was really quite large. Most of the pieces in the first room were quite large. And in the second room, it was more, um, I'd say, accessible art. Yeah. So, again, very, very beautiful. And then in the final room was, um, I'll put her name again in, in the links, Anna Masrati, I think is her name. And she is, she, she does charcoal on paper with characters and it is rammed the paintings are rammed full of different people and the atmosphere that she's captured in the in the paintings is amazing it's absolutely stunning so i will put the note that had the her name in the notes but please do go and have a little look at her work because it's exquisite and it's very characterful but it's majority of black Mm -hmm. and white or she paints in oils and the black and whites are what i saw So um, anyway, my point is, walking around, I was listening to the other um, guests. Oh, were they critiquing them? Uh, Well, yeah, because people can't resist. People can't resist standing there and going... Making comment on it. Making, yeah. And and a lot of it was very positive. But you know that somebody's not comfortable with it when they go, hmm, it's very interesting... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they don't understand it well yeah <clears throat> and though actually there were quite a few gallerists on hand to talk them through the work yeah and a lot of pieces were sold yeah on the evening or before the evening um so you know it was nice that there were people there to make it accessible but some of it was the detail was amazing but 
people know what they like. They make, um, unless I think they're going for an investment piece, in which case they have the piece explained to them and they're like, yes, okay. Um, they can see the value in the yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Um, but that gut reaction of I like it or I don't was really interesting to watch. Because, of course, these were all finished pieces yeah, in a gallery. And people liked the safer stuff, generally. They admired something that was out there. Yeah. Um, but as I watched, the safer work, if you like, the more accessible work, um, was definitely what drew more people in to a comfort. Yeah. So they stood in front and went... Oh, look, because they could see, they could relate, they could see themselves in in having a piece like that, having a print of that. You know, it was something that was very accessible to them. So that was really interesting. But that is it in terms of the critique side of it, because, yeah, I mean, I find myself, if I go around an exhibition, I mean, I go around and I just sort of like the look of it, but sometimes you might see a piece that you like and you just think, yes, but the composition is off. Yeah. And yeah. it's a nice piece, but you think if it had just been tweaked, that would yeah. have been perfect. Or, yeah. I mean, sometimes composition is off on purpose. And you oh, can yeah, tell, yeah, yeah. You can and tell. it's done. Yeah, yeah deliberately. But when it is just off, or you think, oh, don't put the horizon. I mean, where it's sometimes a lot of, I think we've mentioned it in the past, a lot of mm. newer, you know, people that are new to art, maybe they start off with, um, you know, horizons. I did it when I started. Horizons, Lots of horizons in the middle. right in the middle and slicing mm. slicing the painting in half. Mm. And because I've consciously made an effort not to now. Mm. Mm. Um, it I becomes notice, second nature after a while, yeah, but you do notice it, don't you? You do notice it in other pieces of work. Mm. And you sort of think, oh, if only you had just moved that yeah. up a smidge or down a smidge it would work beautifully. So mm. it's it's difficult. Would you... Do you think it's easier to critique a stranger's work or someone's work you already know their... what's behind what they do? I think... Sorry, that silent pause was my brain percolating. I could hear the cog... I could yes. hear the cogs whirring. <laughs> Actually, I'd be comfortable with either because I am confident that I would look for what they were trying to do and talk it through with them rather than just... So, you know, like Sarah did with you, considering what are you trying to bring to life and this Mm. might help or that might help. And I think... If I was doing it with a friend, I'd know them well enough or they'd know me well enough that I wouldn't be um, critical. Yeah. And if I was doing it with somebody I didn't know, for example, your lady um, Mm. who's a student, I think I would try and tease out of them what they wanted to achieve with the painting Mm -hmm. and kind of turn it around and say, well, you, you know make some little suggestions to strengthen the composition, for example, like you, like you do. Yeah. It's interesting. You, there's, there's two, as you've said that, there's two things that have come to mind uh, that I've seen recently. One is um, 
Rachel Johnson, who is an artist on Instagram, at Rachel Johnson, with some numbers following her name. But I'll put the links in the notes. But go and have a look at her. She's Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And she is a portrait artist. But the portraits of people who she just, you know, it's just yeah. random, creative, not like it's not you commi- and I. It's not commissioned, sort of. Yes, thank you, that's yeah. the word. Um, and she put a painting up on Instagram the other day and explained the different things that she'd learned from different tutors and courses. And it was about the earring making a splash and creating a place for your eye to be drawn. I was going to say, draw the eye around. Yeah, exactly. And where she was saying, although it's a big blob of blue, which I was like, yeah, no, it's not a big blob of blue at all. It's gorgeous because there's so many layers into it. So she's done this blue lady effectively. Um, It was really interesting because she analysed where everything was and why. And she was saying, you know, I've created a bullseye, which is, you know, when you put a painting, for those who don't know, when you put something right in the centre of your painting and everything else recedes around it effectively. So often that is a no-no, like your middle line horizon. Mm -hmm. And um, she explained why, and it was really nice to read through it and and understand her reasoning. So, um, and the other one uh, I was thinking about is Faye Bridgewater, who, um, I'm sure it's Faye Bridgewater who's done it recently. She's done some gorgeous really strong colored vibrant paintings and in her text underneath wrote something along the lines of I was looking at these paintings and thinking um and it's critique from a different angle so she was looking at them and thinking do they mean anything do they have to mean anything they're just strong and pretty colors and I mean go and read the post because she's far more eloquent about it than I could be But she's basically questioning why she's painting them. And then she said, do you know, I reckon there's enough darkness in the world. Maybe just doing it to make it nice and light and pretty is enough. And I loved that. You know, maybe art for art's sake and just making something pretty is enough. Yeah, Does it have to say anything? Not necessarily. As long as you enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, and it's a different why was kind of my, when you said it earlier, I was thinking, oh, that's really interesting because that ties in with what Faye said the other day. I'm sure it's Faye. If it's not Faye Bridgewater, I'll be like, oh, no. I'm going to look it up. Um, So, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to have a look at uh, Rachel's page because I follow her, but her information doesn't come up on the feed at all. So I'm going to have a look on Instagram, search her out and sort of see what that's like. Yeah, it is favourite water. It's interesting, isn't it? It's um, sometimes you can, like people just don't appear. So you almost have to do notify me of when they post something. Yeah. I do that with you. <laughs> See what good friend I am. Hey, well done. I'm notified when you do talking at me. Yeah. But the, I suppose the main thing, you know, from today's sort of chat... Mm. Is rem- I think for me is remembering a critique is not criticism. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's a critique is an assessment, and yeah, of what and is there, and and 
pointers of the way forward. And that's how you should maybe take it. And also, sorry, I was just going to say, is that if you are having a critique, someone's given your work a critique, if you do get a sort of a a bit of a, a gut feeling that it's not, um, that's not right. I don't, you know, I don't want to do that. Mm. That's just as valid as the critique. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, sometimes people look at it and they see a different way forward to you. And and it's your painting. Mm. It's your, you know, what you're delivering is is about you. Um, and that that's fine. It's absolutely fine. Like you say, you can have things out of place or deliberately, you know, you can put the sky in the sea if you want to. Um, it doesn't really matter as long as it's, you know, the overused word authentic. Um, <laughs> but as long as you're delivering what you want to deliver, basically. Yeah. It's it is fascinating. Yeah, do do have a look at Rachel Johnson's um, newest blue lady because she's got a real twinkle in her eye and her chin up and she's like, yeah, bring it. Oh, Karen's just banging on the yeah, microphone. I'm, yes, I'm I did ne- that last week. Nearly knocked everything over. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> That's a catastrophe because you're in, in the studio. I think so, after, yeah, I was going to say, after this session, I think I'm going to stand back and critique this painting, the seascape. Can you do it without any, um, I want to say baggage. Can you can you do it with fresh eyes? I feel as if I have to, but yes. Mm. I mean, I was just turning around, having a look at it just now mm. and realising the top half is tipping forward as well. Okay. It's almost as if I've got the wrong warmth of colour as well. Right. In the in the sort of mid and back, you know, yeah. the middle ground and far distance compared yeah. to the foreground. So everything is tipping, tipping up. Yeah. And so that's another thing that I've, I've noticed. But, but that might be enough to give you the balance you're looking for. We're sort of bringing some more warmth to the foreground and just, yeah. or taking back the warmth, make yeah. it cooler in the background. Yes, but yeah. so I'm going to sort of, spend sort of a good half hour or whatever it takes five ten minutes you know and actually just sit there and sort of think about it can you do that thing that you used to recommend i did which was take a photograph turn it into a black and white and look at the but i mean i know you don't get the warmth but you can see the composition and structure at least i've done that and and it's it's yeah tonally it's not working great (laughs) okay you know, it's, it's a disaster piece. It's not a disaster. <laughs> Do you know what? It'll end up being your favourite piece. It will be at the end. I'll Isn't it interesting? Effort. I mean, the amount of hours I'll, I'll put into it will have to be sort of on sale for a million pounds, you know, to come. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, isn't it? Because some pieces just flow. Yeah. And other pieces you have to work at a little bit more. They're your problem child. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you know, and you critique it and then you do what you think is right and then you have to critique it again. I think that's the main thing is you have I have to critique a piece more than once. Oh gosh, yeah. As mm, it moves sure. through its journey. Mm, mm. Yeah. Sure, because mine's mine end up very different to how they begin. And while I can do a certain amount of um, planning, even with kind of laying colours down, covering them over, and then you sat, I, 
often sand back to relieve, release the colour underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know where they're placed and I know where there's a dark and where there's a light, kind of, yeah. to bring it forward, to get the balance in. But even then, you do it and you think, oh, that looks awful. That's awful. And often I will then turn a painting around and not look at it for a couple of days because I just need to not see it. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I keep thinking, um, mm. if this one doesn't work or these two seascapes I'm working on don't work, I mm. don't have to show them. <laughs> so I just have to, they could well, be, there is that. They may be those pieces that stay in the studio forever. <laughs> Or you could just, you know, put a load of gesso on and have done. Yeah, I know. I think I'm just going to paint out. Maybe. Chunks. Oh, no, I'm not going to say anything until I've critiqued it. There we oh, go. yes, of course. I've got to critique yes. it and yes. have a look. Yes, And mm. see what I think is working and what is Well, isn't. I'll be very gentle with you if you need me to say it later. <laughs> <laughs> I sweet. might show you just oh, afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, right, so... What have you been up to this week then, Karen? Or what, what's been I've your been, thing? I've been investigating different Ooh, apps marvel. for room in situ things. Right. So I was I heard about Smartest. Yeah, um, I've got I that. believe that's just on your phone rather than on the computer. Oh, is it? So it seems to be... I, I don't know. I've been trying to find it on the computer and it doesn't seem to be a way of accessing it on the computer mm. unless I don't know I just I just can't do it I can see it on the, my phone as an app but mm. I can't see it as a like a website to log into mm. so it may well be that it's just a, on your phone one and then somebody I, actually listening to the podcast may know and could recommend yeah, please comment. and if you do please oh my yeah. goodness please and then I've been also looking at Canvi yep um, I've only used the free version of that up mm-hmm. until now and I had a look and it's about £15 for a month and I thought actually for a month I could just pay for a month and then I checked you can just you're allowed to unsubscribe. sort of unsubscribe sort of after mm. your, you know, your month mm. um, I thought I'd do all my have a look at all those room apps uh, room mm. photographs and sort of see whether they would work with my new work you see Yes. So I've been doing that, but also looking at different, um, different. Um, you can wave at the window. Or yeah, know. no, I was waving at my daughter. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> my daughter's I going off. Think of yeah, no, yeah, no, no, I wasn't just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're a disaster today. Multitasking. Yeah. Now I've been looking at different places I can get like a exhibition brochure printed. Yes. And yes. I've been setting up a t- you know i've been looking at printed.com and looking at what sort of templates they use and then i've thought right i'm going to use you know i uploaded that affinity design yes. program i'm going to use that to set it all up and sort of mm-hmm. hand it in you know not hand it in upload that yeah so that's I actually um downloaded that at the same time as well in january when you said it was on offer and have you looked at it at all no of course I haven't. No. <laughs> well, I've been doing but let all me the, know how it is. The, I've been using it for the podcast artwork, so I'm getting my oh. head around it. 
but fancy pants. Yeah, but it's 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 different to InDesign, and I'm not used to yeah. Affinity, so I'm slower. So I'm thinking, do I do it on Affinity or do I just do it on InDesign? I'll probably use Affinity because I've got mm. all the materials on my laptop, all the photographs and everything on my laptop. Yeah. Oh, and I also took loads of photos of my work with the lights. Oh. I've been very <gasps> with good. With your new lights. I know, I know. Wow. So I've been doing that and just Amazing. just getting sort of things in hand, really, so that yeah. I don't... Panic at the end. Yeah, exactly. I can mm. then solve these paintings yeah. you know, at my leisure, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? Even if you're working, because there's a couple that are going up potentially unframed, aren't there? Yeah. And even if you were working on them up to, you know, a few days before. Yeah. There's still time to resolve oh, them, varnish them. I've got plenty of time. The problem yeah. I've got at the moment is finding a window in the weather to varnish work. Oh, I know. So at the moment, I've only got three pieces that are totally varnished. Oh, and okay. It's not another good day. It's, today's not a good day again for varnish. But when you get a good day, you could put them all outside and just blitz them. Yeah. Mm. And mm. and then wait a couple of hours and then do the next layer. Yeah. Wait to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the only way I'll to get go. there. Anyway, what about you? Yeah. What about me? What are you doing? Oh right, yeah. Um, I've just been sorry. Totally confused. <laughs> I forgot we're doing a podcast. I was just having a chat. Um, yeah, I've just finished a commission, which is really, really nice. Um, I meant the finishing, not necessarily the commission. That sounds like massive ego. It was really nice painting. Um, no, I'm quite pleased with it because the people wanted a piece that I'd done, uh, except it wasn't the right size. So they asked me to do a larger version of it. Mm-hmm. And I actually much prefer it to the original. Ooh. So I take that as a positive. Yeah, I would too. I'll take it as a positive. Um, anyway, I'm just finishing that off. Um, I've put the isolation layer on and I'm just going to do some of the bits today. And then it's ready for its certificate and labelling and the hangy bits. Well done. Which well is done. good. Yeah, I'm really pleased. Um, it's taken a little while, but it's got we've got there in the end. And I was going to say something else then as well. What else was I going to say? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> no, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other thing I'd like to do this week, this has turned into more of an accountability call for me, I think, um, is actually get a couple of my paintings on one of the selling apps. When I say selling apps, like... Or like Art Finder or something like that. Yeah. I yeah, don't know. I just... I don't because, even know if that is a selling place. Yeah, I think it... Might be. There's the Saatchi one, which I don't know. I think that's free. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to do a bit of investigation because I haven't got any events for a little while. And I thought it might be a good way getting some online and just testing the waters with them. Good idea. Mm. Well done. So that's my, this week is, that's my job to do. Yes. Um, Brilliant. Sounds like we're both busy. We are, absolutely. Have you got a sore throat? I was going to say, my throat is going. Yeah, we need to wrap this up then, don't we? We do. We've been chatting too (laughs) long. (laughs) Right, well, you have an amazing date. Send me a picture of your resolved seascape. 
I'll show you before and after. Thank yeah, you. I'll get a photograph of um, a jug of flowers in a minute. You will <laughs> wait and see. <laughs> Have a lovely week, everybody. Yeah. Take care. Bye. Bye. Smoke and sand and water. I'll be a bricks and mortar. I live in Iceland.